scary girl. Hi, everybody. Hi, everyone. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Sarah. And I'm Josh. Hey! And this, this is, is Dead Time Stories. A weekly podcast where Sarah and I get together and talk about the supernatural, paranormal, ghost stories, true crimes, mysteries, or just weird, eerie, spooky, whatever just strange things we want to talk about that week because it's our show. And, and not yours. Ooh, I love that he came bum, in bum, on bum, that. Bum. <laughs> if this is your first time listening, this is our first episode of Yes! Oh my god, he's a natural. Volume <laughs> three. Volume three. Volume this is three. Yes. I'm so excited. Oh my god, it's our third annual Guesttoberfest. So usually it's just me and Sarah. We have a guest every now and then. But for October, we have a guest every single week. So Sarah would tell you to start this show from the very first episode. Yeah, what but are if you doing? You're here, Look at your life. <laughs> this week, especially because you're a friend of Josh's and you're just checking out the show. I'll allow um, it. Josh is a guest, <laughs> and we're super excited to have him on today. Josh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, first I'm going to say, no, your house, your rules, they still need to go back and listen to everything. Yes. And then they can, you know, listen Fair to this enough. episode. Josh and then understands. They can jump off, right? <laughs> but, yes, um, thank you. Uh, a little bit about myself. I grew up in Philly, um, right? It's like, wait, backstory, origin story? Yes. Um... <laughs> No, I grew up I in Philly. It. I take pictures. I'm on two other podcasts I'll tell you about later on. Um, I was born in Japan, so I have a very strong tie to Japanese culture. Hint, hint, foreshadowing story. Um, and, uh, yeah, right? <laughs> uh, I don't know what else. You, I like to play chess. I like to play tennis and mm-hmm. get down with the get down. Um, yeah. I miss our, <laughs> our little tennis morning dates. Oh, yeah. Aww. Those are a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a double date. It would be me and Val with Josh <laughs> and uh, his partner, Laura, and we would go to the tennis courts by our house, and we would knock a tennis ball back and forth. <laughs> to say we played tennis. Yeah, that'd was, be a right, stretch. Very generous. <laughs> we were playing in the sense that, like, y'all were having fun. We were right. playing in the sense that we were all holding tennis rackets, and, and there, there was, was a tennis, a tennis ball. ball that was bouncing <laughs> off of them. But that's about the extent of how much, it, how close it was to playing tennis. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, but yeah. we had a lot of fun. But I know Josh from doing theater because we all are theater people. Thespians. Uh, thespians. Everybody who's on the show today. But oftentimes, <laughs> like, people who we bring on are people that we know through theater because we do it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, not this year. But. <laughs> well. Um, well, you have a show that's but still live right now. <laughs> Sarah is doing theater via, uh, during this time, and so is Josh. I was going to talk about both of those things. If you oh, okay. mention Eurydice right quick, Sarah. Yo, yeah. go check out Eurydice. It's on. I'm hey. gonna I'm gonna watch it this weekend. I'm really excited. Hey. Yes. And uh, yeah, I'm doing a improv show at Allen's Theater for um, kids. It's a kitty show, kitty improv show, Mad Libs Fairy Tales. Uh, so that's been actually been a lot of fun uh, with Danielle. So Danielle cool. DeFazio, who is, is also a friend of mine. <laughs> I know you were afraid to say her name wrong. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my god, I love Danielle. I wish you listened to this podcast. I don't think she's a podcast person. Um, she is the roommate that I had before I lived with Sarah. I've known Danielle for years. She's a terrific person. Uh, and I saw pictures from Alan's Lane on their instagram page like uh-huh. advertising this but both you and danielle responsibly are wearing masks and i was dying looking at this picture because i, I was like i swear to god that's danielle and that's josh but <laughs> i don't know and one the last time i saw you was the night before you got your hair cut so you uh, have like big hair right yes, yes and like you have a fresh cut in this picture oh yeah and you're wearing glasses and i don't know if i've ever seen you wear glasses <laughs> my, my carol baskin glasses somebody had made a, a a request for tigers and so i saw the glasses and uh, it was actually tigers and the three little three little pigs but like sleepy uh, uh eagles so 
Yes. Okay. There we go. That would be why I was like, Josh. I was like, does Josh wear contacts? And I didn't know. Or I was like, I've <laughs> never whole time. seen that man wear glasses. Yeah. Um, but it was uh, really exciting. And then I talked to Mary Angela, who confirmed that it was the two of you. <laughs> and I was like, great, because those two people are both really talented and really fun. And oh, I bet so they much. like work really great together. It, it's a lot of fun to work with her, and it's very easy. And yeah, she's, she's which great. is, it's great because, I mean, talking to her, she said that she like, uh, she does like improv, like mm-hmm. she's, she's like in it. And I was like, oh, improv, this is nice. I mean, I'm sure we can think of That's something. That's always how I am, right? I'm <laughs> like, I can do improv. Just put me up there. I'll make yeah. some jokes. Yeah. And so it was great to, to great, to get good feedback from her. Yeah. And Mary awesome. Angela, who's also yes. a very pleasant soul. A <laughs> very pleasant soul. I love that. I'm excited. So like yeah, that. and um, I I know that uh, Josh was not in Mary Gerard, but uh, I'm glad that he went to audition for that because I knew that Mary Angela would want to work with you. Like I was like, she's gonna even if she doesn't put you in the show, you should totally audition for her because she will put you in something else. She'll mm-hmm. really like you. And now I'm like, yay, they're working together. <laughs> I. It's it's really crazy about that audition because I talked to Sarah afterwards and I was told that it's actually a very like serious like drama mystery like horror. Yes. And I went full comedy. Not full comedy, but like I, I definitely <laughs> cranked it up on the lightness and I was like, Oh, that Which makes is, total sense. <laughs> I didn't really get weird, that. Right, because Mary I heard about the audition for Mary Angela first. And Mary Angela was like uh, the thing was, like, he was really good. He was so good. But like every way he did it was funny. Like no matter how yeah. he read it, it was funny. And like he's a really funny, like very talented actor, but like this is not a funny show. And no. I was like I was like, Oh, okay. And then yeah, I remember talking to you later and you're like, That show's not a comedy and I was like, dude <laughs> <laughs> It's like so far from a comedy. I was like, cool, cool, cool. She made the right choice. She made the right choice. <laughs> you know what? But you also made a choice. Right. Which is- <laughs> right? She was like, every way he read it was great, but all of them were funny. Yeah. That was- <laughs> and you're like, all of them were funny. Right. Like, exactly. <laughs> I'm glad she got it. Mary Gerard, the comedy right. farce. <laughs> Ooh. Um, but no, I'm glad that you're working together now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's excellent news. Ah, so excited. And we're so excited that you wanted to come on and be our first guest of Guest I've literally been wanting to come on, I think, probably since I started listening. It was just like, mm-hmm. oh, that's a cool, like, there'd be so many things that you guys would say and I'd be like, oh, and I would, like, make a comment on, like, they're not here. They're not listening. It's just me in the car. <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> but, um, yeah, there, I've wanted to come on for a very long time. So this is, this is like a dream come true. Oh, <laughs> How often does that happen in, like, 2020, right? So. <laughs> oh, my God, right? 2020, what a crazy time. We're out here is just there... trying to make it lighter with some ghost and fart jokes. There do it either is. of you, when listening to your own show, do you ever listen to it and hear a point where you're like, oh my god, like, I should have made that joke. Oh, every like, single that time. that joke was so, there was an opening for this perfect joke and I didn't make it. Every Surprisingly, not as of yet, whatever comes to me, I usually spit out and either, like, especially with um my one, pack, my one podcast when it's just me, it's just like, oh, I'm going to just say what I want, and we're going to let it roll because it's, like, mine. Um, with the one with my two other friends, it's very, uh, we have to agree on about it as a collective. So certain things have gotten cut and edited, <laughs> which is probably for the best, right? You don't want to get canceled, like, you know, episode two. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's been good. You gotta think about that. You gotta think about that. We don't think about that, and we make a ton of abortion jokes, but we're not canceled we yet. We're not. That's good. But yeah, a lot. Of, I feel like the jokes that we make, we try to stand by. If we mo- make a joke that is too far, we're immediately like, "I shouldn't have said I'm so that." Sorry, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. That's <laughs> terrible. I'm, that was a horrible joke. I know. Oh, so 
there have been a lot of things that I say that I stand by, but once again, as a group, as a collective, other people might not feel so confident of the of the, of the non cancellation. So, like, ooh, the crowd might not love that. And I'm like, alright, man, whatever. Well received, right? Sure, 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 sure. I get that. We've had so. that happen, but it's been a me texting Stephanie, going, "Hey, I think I'm gonna cut this." That's true. Right? Or, like, yeah, or even me later being like, hey, remember when uh, somebody said, like, I made this joke? Can you, like, cut that part? Cut that. Like, yeah. I don't I don't want that in there. Yeah, right, yeah. We've had that, I don't want to so. come off as that person. But we yeah. don't have a lot of those, I'll be honest. <laughs> and so, most of it makes it through. I said um, what I said. A, we're about as terrible as you think we are from hearing the show. We're really not much worse. No. We pretty much let most of it through. It's interesting because you guys have been doing, this is what this will be the hundred and 24 24th oh yeah that's right yeah i saw that um so it's great to hear that because it happened a lot in the first two episodes for us and now there's a lot less like editing that i have to do so mm-hmm. it's like it's great that we can still flow and like we we're learning those boundaries and learning that uh that uh self-censorship if you will mm-hmm. so put it yeah. Yes. Well, let's see how we can fuck up this episode. <laughs> hey, challenge accepted. Hey. Hey. Let's do it. Fuck joke. <laughs> hey, Sarah. Hey, Stephanie. Hey, hey Josh. Josh. Y'all ready to talk, talk about, about some guests? Yes. We got it at the end. Y'all. Y'all. Okay, hold on. Did you, were any of you watching my feed? Because as soon as I finished saying ghost, my lights flickered. Uh-oh. I shit you not. Sarah. Now they've been doing that, so I'm kind of afraid my power <laughs> might go out. Uh-oh. But that I did not like. <laughs> well, guess it's just you and me, So Steph. I take that as yes, you're ready. <laughs> Uh, apparently, me and maybe not you and just whatever. me. Oh, Who maybe around you. Maybe, maybe it's that uh, the ghost you were talking about from way back. Not way back when. It was probably a couple episodes ago. Where um, you can't call her ugly. You have to call her a beautiful soul. She was on a um, she was on that show that you like oh, you to mean hate the to doll? watch. Yeah. <laughs> That was crazy. Which one, Annabelle? No, I don't think you're really supposed to say her name, so I'm not going to say it just because my lights flickered and I ate that animal and I'm feeling kind of paranoid. So, but the doll. Yes. Her name starts with a P word and rhymes with leggy. So. (laughs) Got it. (laughs) Sometimes uh, people would say it's a short name for Margaret. Uh, I don't. I don't think. I, I know, get, and you're I right, and I'm like, but I don't see people. how. But okay, where did that come from? Stephanie's brain. I'm gonna Google it without saying the name, but you already know what it is. Um, especially if you're a hardcore fan. Yes. The question: How do you get that name from Margaret? Um, I have to close. I have to close my closet door behind me. You guys keep going. Okay. <laughs> Margaret is the radio canem. Take it and cut it down to the first syllable and you get Marg. Mm-hmm. In certain dialects, uh, that R is going to be very lightly pronounced, giving us Mag. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maggie can be found in English. Uh, and Maggie, and then for some reason, switching the M to a P. Just because? Just like... Just because... All the right. name is something like uh, Maggie, 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 and then and then the sure that one. a natural progression goes from Maggie to Maggie. Well, why is Bill short for William? Right. Why is the B? Where the fuck does the B come from? I don't, I don't know. know. I assume the P is something similar to that. I don't know. Or Dick for Robert, Bob for Robert. I don't know. Dick for okay, Richardson. I didn't. In- I didn't invent English, okay? No one is <laughs> accusing you that of doing that. But you're like, how does it come from? I don't know. It's one of those ones where you're like, I guess that's short for that name. Right. But that's spooky enough. Episode over. Bye, Josh. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs>
All right, thank you guys. The mystery is, that's an unsolved mystery right there. Yeah, it is. Booty All right, Josh. Josh, talk to us, baby. What are you talking about this week? All right, so I'm talking about a ghost story that comes out of Japan. Um, It's apparently, like, the biggest, if not one of the biggest ghost stories. And um, I don't know if you've ever, like, watched Japan horror films, but they're, like... A little bit. I've watched a lot of American remakes of Japanese horror films. I've, like, read the Wikipedias and, like, Google image searched still Sarah's like, I've read the Wikipedias of American versions of Japanese horror films. And the Japanese versions. I'm like, I saw the American version of The Grudge with Sarah Michelle Gellar. And Sarah's like, I I saw Scary Movie 3 and (laughs) I read the Wikipedia of The Grudge with Sarah Michelle Gellar. I feel like I have a pretty good grasp on the movie. (laughs) But all the ghosts from, from Japanese horror films are that creepy, like... They have a very specific look to them, like the yeah. black yeah. hair. They always kind of look wet for some reason. Uh-huh. Um, I but think they're very they pale. All drowned. And like the dark eyes. Yeah, sometimes they growl. They do a lot of the cricking. Yeah. Bones. Yeah. I just, I just want to say that they're like super creepy. I find they're them, fucking terrifying. They're like on a level of creep that I don't think American. I mean, Jordan Pill, he he makes some good work, but like the Japanese creep factor is is real. Yeah, they're terrifying. But, um, so, yeah, comes from Japan, one of the biggest uh, ghost stories out there. It deals with what they call a onryo, which is, in Japanese traditional beliefs and literature, a vengeful spirit. So, <clears throat> somebody's upset. And my life just flickered. But it's been doing that for a while now. Oh, my so God, good. stop it. <laughs> I hate both of you right now. <laughs> Stephanie, let us know if your light flickers. Right, and you got like the you got the um. What was that called? The yeah. So, you know, Stranger Things. Okay, so it's a story called Oiwa, and Oiwa is actually the lady's name, and it actually also comes from two uh murders that actually happened um way back when. So. Me and Sarah are both like, what? I know, we both right. just like made the same thing. We both thing. like turned like, to the camera, what? like dead eyeballs, <laughs> like, hey. Um, that's actually the reason why I picked it, because I was coming here and I was like, oh, they like to do like this kind of stuff. So, you know, stick with the thing, Josh. Um, Ugh, we love oh, a murder yeah. that makes ghosts. <laughs> it's the Let's best kind of murder. Right. <laughs> the only kind of murder, some would say. Um Oiwa is the tragic and terrifying Onuryo from Yotsuya Kaidan, the ghost story of Yotsuya. Along with Okiku and Otsuyu, she is one of the Nihonsan Dai Kaidan, Japan's big three ghost stories. Oiwa's story is based on real-life events which took place in 17th century Edo. These events were dramatized in the 1825 kabuki play Tokaido Yotsuya Kaidan. And became... kabuki. <laughs> Which became very popular and cemented Oiwa's place as Japan's most famous ghost. Countless variations and adaptations of her tale followed. The real Oiwa died in 1636. It is rumored that her onryo still haunts the places she lived as well as those who perform her story. Mysterious, Yeah, right? Mysterious disasters and deaths occurring around a number of productions, including theater, film, and television adaptations. What? What? She's not playing around with anybody. Uh, (laughs) You can all get it. Uh, So yeah, (laughs) around a number of productions have been blamed on the curse of Oyoa's ghost. There have been numerous attempts to appease her angry spirit. A small shrine and a temple dedicated to Oiwa were erected on the ruins of her family's house in Yotsuya. After a fire destroyed the shrine in 1879, Oiwa's shrine was moved to another part of Tokyo. The shrine was again destroyed in the fire bombings of World War II. She was like, bitch, I said you can't (laughs) fix it. Right. (laughs) After the war, her new shrine, as well as the original location in Yotsuya, were both rebuilt. She burned it again, though, didn't she? <laughs> or not. I, so far, so good, right? Um, a gravestone at Miyogyoji in Sugamo, Tokyo, is widely believed to be Oiwa's actual grave. 
It is customary for actors and crews putting on a production of Yotsuya Kaidan to visit Oiwa's grave to pay their respects. They're like, please, please, please don't haunt me. I'm just right. trying to do. I'm, I'm just trying to make rent. I'm going to respect you real hard. Yeah. You got which, a good I mean, story, girl. I just want to do it justice. Right. Uh, which I don't even know. That'd be real creepy to like, if you were faced with that issue, like as an actor, like, hey, we're thinking of you playing this role. Yeah. Imagine if your director told you you had to do it as part of the show. Right. You're like, and they're like, okay, if you get cast in this, look at Sarah's face. There's like, oh my god. If your director's like, hey, like, just so you know, like, I really don't think you can understand the the levity of, of what we're doing here if you don't go pay your respects to Oiwa's grave. Like, just so you, like, that's a part of your commitment to this show. And they I don't mean, tell you until, like, they offer you the role, and then they're like, one stipulation. <laughs> Before you sign the contract, you just have to go do thing. this thing. But you're cool with that, right? And then you you're get like, the part. You're like, you go, is this equity? <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, now here's the story. Oiwa was married to a ronin named Iemon. Now, just for uh, context, ronins are actual, ma- actually masterless samurai. So they're pretty much samurai who got fired because their boss got killed or let them loose. Um, so he was a ronin, Iemon. It was not a happy marriage, for Iemon was a wasteful man and a thief. One day, Oiwa decided to leave her husband and return to her family home. Iemon followed after her, but was stopped by Oiwa's father, Yotsuya Samon. Samon knew of Iemon's misdeeds, that he had stolen money from his employer, and he demanded that Iemon divorce Oiwa. Iemon drew his sword, and murdered Simon. God Ooh. damn! He was like, oh, you don't like me? Well. <laughs> and uh, Iemon returned to Oiwa and lied that a stranger had killed her father on the road. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know who did it. I didn't see what happened. Like, I wasn't there. I just came up. It was already I went to done. sleep. I woke up, and he, it was like, I it mean... Just, just... What had happened was, I, I found him like that. <laughs> that... Like... <laughs> Who did it? I don't even know. Like, I walked up on him, and he was, like, already stabbed. Like, he was already stabbed, and I was happened. like, whoa, my baby girl need to hear about this, because it's crazy. Because that's her dad, and I was like, whoever did that sucks, but, like, she needs to know. <laughs> she needs to know. <laughs> I don't know who it was, though, and I didn't see them. So, he begged her to reconcile, and he promised to avenge her father's murderer. So, real <laughs> Yo! <laughs> You couldn't even be like, I don't even know who did it. We just need to heal and let it go. <laughs> I'm I sorry that happened. But you know what? We just life. need to move on. He was like, you know what? Fuck that dude. I'm going to find out who he is and I'm going to fucking kill him. Don't worry, babe. I got you. I, I got, got it. He wasn't Where? even like, let's just move past this. <laughs> right? What like, a shit. <laughs> so. He was like, stay mad about it. <laughs> <laughs> Sometime after that, Oiwa became pregnant and bore Iemon a son. Times were hard. They had little money. Oiwa became sickly after giving birth, and Iemon grew resentful of Oiwa. Next to their home, of course, lived a rich doctor named Ito Kihei. He had a beautiful granddaughter named Oume. Oume was instantly attracted to Iemon and wanted to marry him. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Mm, you already know. Jeez, uh-uh. oh, he's gonna kill his wife and his baby. Mm. Let's, let's mm. see. Oh <laughs> Man on <laughs> <that> bullshit. <laughs> Church oh. organ. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Oime was instantly attracted to Yemon and wanted to marry him. The doctor loved his granddaughter and conspired to help her marry Yemon. Cause granddaddy be granddaddy. God damn. Whoa. <laughs> He prescribed, it gets worse, he prescribed an ointment for Oiwa to help her recover from her sickness. In reality, it was a poison which horribly disfigured her face. (gasps) Jesus Christ. What the hell? And if you, like, look up pictures of her, like, you see some, like, pictures where it's, like, because apparently her left eye droops 
and then uh, something happens with her hair, but we'll we'll get to that. Oh my god. So, he prepared it, disfigured her face. Seeing Oiwa's scarred face, Iemon's resentment turned into hatred. Afterwards, Kihei suggested that Iemon divorce Oiwa and marry his granddaughter instead. <laughs> hey, I heard you was like, you know, not having the most fun with your wife. I got this granddaughter and uh She's single. <laughs> ready to mingle, right? Like <laughs> Um, I know your wife is ugly from that ointment I said she should put on her face. That's um, that's his insurance policy. But, <laughs> but how about instead of being mad about it, you just leave her and marry my granddaughter? Hey, works forever back, right? <laughs> It's a win-win-win oh, kind of lose situation. Lose for her. But I mean, you know, who cares about her? She she's she's already lost at this point, so. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sounds like she I lost mean, I from already the did that to her face. <laughs> um, if he were to marry Oume, all of the wealth of the Ito family could be his to inherit. Iemon was so disgusted by Oiwa's face, and Oume was so young and attractive, that he agreed. That's it. Simple as that. That's it. Oh my <laughs> fucking god. You know, instead of agreed, wow. I bet you he was like, oh fuck yes. This is the out I have been waiting for. He's like, for. oh, you're gonna offer, you know what, that's so funny. I was literally I coming was over here leave. to ask you if I could leave my wife for your daughter. But that's so funny that you were, that you, I was literally just gonna ask you that. Right. We're already oh such goodness. a great man. Great minds, am I right? Like, <laughs> can't wait for you to be my new dad. Can I call right. you dad? Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um. So he agreed. Yes. Iemon began pawning. <laughs> Iemon began pawning Oiwa's possessions, her kimono, her clothes, even their son's clothes, to have enough money to marry Oume. Because he needed a legitimate reason to divorce his wife. Iemon hired his friend Takuetsu to rape Oiwa <gasps> so that he could accuse her of infidelity. Jesus Christ. Oh, this man. Because it I was, hope he gets well, his. Well, <laughs> well, it was 17th century, so it's kind of like, oh, if you got divorced, it was like, ugh, shame on your family kind of right, thing. Right, of course. So, you know. The patriarchy so sure the logical reason is to have someone rape her so then she's right. a cheater exactly duh because i know why didn't i think of that before stupid it's right there <laughs> on the I know. on a pre <laughs> on a prearranged night when Yemon was out of the house takuetsu entered and approached oiwa upon seeing her face he was so frightened that he abandoned his orders. I was going to say, he was like, you know what? Never mind, I'm out. <laughs> On second thought. He's like, what if What if I just say I did it? Just right. in your underwear. I'll go back with that. That'll be proof. And I'll just tell them that it happened. It'll he goes be cool. back, It'll be fine. he brings them all into the bathroom, and then he holds up her panties <laughs> over his head. Like pretty and pink. Yeah. <laughs> and they're yes. like, yeah, you did it. Yeah, yeah. Like, That's my boy, Takuetsu. Taku. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to get his name tattooed on me. It's <laughs> my main homie. He'd be raping bitches for him. Like. God damn. So. That was scary. That's a real ride or die, I guess. Anywho. Um, Takuetsu explained Iemon's plan to Oiwa and then showed her a mirror. Because apparently she hadn't, like, she, she yeah, didn't she know? didn't know. She didn't know. She oh was my like, my God. face feels so weird. Oh, you know what it was? I uh, I heard it. It was um when she would rub it on, it would, like, sting. But, you know, it's kind of like, you know, no pain, no gain. I guess it's working. That's just the medication. That's just the VIX. You know, the effervescence. God. You know, sana sana, you know, all that. Spanish oh people god. got it. But <laughs> so. Oh my god. I just hate the idea of him being like, yeah, yeah, you know what, you know what? Look at yourself. 
I know, I know. I'm like, that's like, so awful. No like she had no idea. Like, while she's down, Jesus. What? He's like, you know what? I came here to like fuck you, but like, I can't do that. He's like, you know what? You understand, right? And then like held up a mirror, and she like, and she like, she's like, no, I didn't understand, but now I do, I guess. What a horrible experience. I have to imagine. I would, man, I'm like, I get it. I would haunt the fuck out of every fucking person. This poor woman, I'd be like, fuck you. Fuck you in your face. Fuck you in your beautiful face. Oh my God. Fuck you, especially. Fuck you. But yeah, I'm like thinking, how does that, how did that go down? Because like, it's not his house, right? And, you know, Eamon's away. So like, does like, he like no, cat the, burglar? I'm sorry, in? Where's the exit? Like, I completely forgot how to get out of here. I'm <laughs> well, so like, um, is this, fucking is this blown away by what you look like. How did I get in here? Right, like she wakes like, up, turns to him, out? and I'm sure he must have not have known because obviously, or maybe like Yama was like, you know, she looks a little rough but like he didn't know like, like the, by the, the way degree. she is horribly disfigured <laughs> right. like that's horrible so that's like oh i just imagine i just have to wonder how that conversation went and uh yeah so fuck this <clears throat> entire story God, right <laughs> Oh my god. Oh. I just oh my I thought I felt a lantern fly on me just now. I swear <laughs> to God. Did you see me like oh, oh god. Oh, oh god. goodness. Uh Oiwa had not known what the ointment had done to her face. When she saw her reflection, she was horrified. She tried to cover the disfigurement by brushing her hair over it. Um pause. Uh I also heard that in Japan back in those times, brushing your hair was like a very like cool, almost like erotic thing to do. Like if women had long, like long, dark hair and they would brush it like on a movie, they would like really like zone in on that. And that was like HBO skin of X type thing. Because remember, yeah. once again, 17th century. So they know. were working with like, what they had right, in right. their yeah. imagination so- <laughs> at the time. Right, so for her so to like it's the use doubles that. thing because it's like, ooh, she's sexy. She's got her hair in her face, but then they move <laughs> the hair, and it's like that's what's behind it. So right, it's like the double whammy. No, but she was trying to back. like put the hair back. Yeah. <laughs> she was trying to like cover it up. So uh, she tried to cover this figurement by brushing her hair over it, but when she touched her hair, it fell out in large bloody clumps. Oh no! my god! This is fucking horrifying. No! So that so I was gonna say like when you see pictures of her, her left eye is like droopy and disfigured, and like she's like half bald, kind of oh. like she has like the old man, um, what's his God. name, red, you know, jackass, dumbass, like that guy. Oh. She has like that going on. Um, so yeah, oh my God. they fucked oh. her up good. Jesus, <laughs> and she's like, yeah, still, I in the story, I just keep she's being still like, alive, right? Yeah, she's still alive because it's just ointment. Like, it's just making her ugly. I like. I'm totally fall. like. I support this woman's rage. Oh, totally. <laughs> like, do it. Oh yeah, like kill every fucking haunt. Every you want me to help you? Body. You want me to lead someone in? Can here? I? Yeah, can I like I walk somebody in a room with you and right. like let you give you like ten minutes? Like, what you need? <laughs> need a good haunting. <laughs> uh, bloody clumps. Yep. Oiwa went mad. She grabbed a nearby sword and punctured her own throat. Oh. Oh my god! Oi, why? Yeah. Girl, she just found out what she looked like and then her hair started falling out in bloody clumps? Why didn't she? I'm sure she was like, fuck it, I'm done. Yes, but remember, Sarah, you have to, you kill the other people, and then you kill, you have to kill yourself last. (laughs) No, she's so over it, which is why she's so mad. She She's like, if I could first, go back and do it again, I'd kill all of you first. <laughs> I'd put them on one, two, three, four, and me on five. would be like seven right. on the list. Exactly. She was just um, so distraught. As Oiwa lay on the floor, bleeding to death, she repeatedly cursed Iemon's name until she could breathe no more. Oiwa's body was discovered by Iemon's servant, Kohei. When Kohei delivered the news to Iemon, instead of becoming upset, 
Oh, yeah, no, he was amped. (laughs) He was overjoyed. (laughs) Yeah, he was fucking like, oh, yeah, great. He's like, that was quicker than expected. I hope she haunted the fuck out of him. I hope she haunted him so bad that he died. I hope he, like, got so scared of her ghost that that's how he died. Mm -hmm. Listen to this. Uh, So Yema was overjoyed. Kohei became suspicious of (laughs) Yema. No shit. (laughs) He's like, your wife just died. And yes! he's like, yes! And he's like, mm. really? <laughs> yeah, mine seems off. pretty sus. Too soon. <laughs> pretty sus. Uh, hashtag Among Us. Um, I think that's pretty sus. <laughs> uh, Koi Hei became suspicious. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, became suspicious of Yeaman, but before he could do anything, Yeaman murdered Kohei. Oh my god. I mean, honestly, are we surprised at this point? Just, I'm not. <laughs> I just imagine this, like, he's like, dude, I'm so sorry. Are you, I need you to sit down. Like, I gotta tell you this. He's like, okay. He's like, your wife died. And he's like, yes! yes! And then he's like, yes? And then they, like, make eye contact for a second. And then he kills. And then he just runs. <laughs> right, right, right. Ah! He's like, uh, uh. <laughs> Like, they have a moment where, like, uh, it clicks. If yeah. it were filmed, right, it would be this, like, back and forth. And I'd yeah. like there to be, like, as the knife is plunged into him and Amon's, like, slowly lowering him to the ground as he dies, he's just like, I'm so sorry. I'm oh, so see, sorry. I imagined he was shushing him. He was like, shh. <laughs> <laughs> you were too to smart. Like this. Right. <laughs> That's exactly what he said. It didn't have to be like this. You were too smart. <laughs> Didn't have to be like this. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, oh, yeah, he murdered Kohei. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yes. Murdered the shit out of him. So, what do you do after that? He nailed Kohei's and Oiwa's bodies to a door and disposed of them in a river. What? <laughs> wow. <then> after- <laughs> That's really respectful. What the fuck? Well, he had good reason because afterwards he made up a lie that Kohei and Oiwa had been sleeping together. He oh, was finally naturally. right. Jesus of course. Christ. Oh my gosh! <laughs> what happened there at with his friend time? who didn't go through with it? She killed him, or so, she just killed herself? Wait, with who? The friend who was supposed to rape her. Oh, Takuatsu. Like, Sorry, your reflection. <laughs> Whatever happened to him? That was so, it. That was the it de- end of his part of the story. It depends on which story you read. like. Like they say, there are many ad- okay, adaptations. You'll get into that. You'll get into that. I won't. But because oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it literally like branches off and like gets into other things and whatnot. So I just chose like the main like. Oh, this is the meat of it, and then like sure. people make their own little adaptions. But I did read that um, he actually what he had his own wife. Um, and when the wife found out, she got upset and left his ass because, you know, (laughs) the right thing to do. She Um, was like, which part am I, do you expect, (laughs) the part where you were gonna rape a lady, the part where you couldn't because she was so ugly, the part where you held up a mirror to her and was like, I can't because you're so ugly. Like, you're a fucking piece of shit. At what point? (laughs) Which part of this story... Like, you're a piece of shit, and I'm leaving, and you'll never see your children again. And I'm taking half your shit. And and then I think uh, he ended up dying. I think either they both died, or he ended up uh, killing himself. I mean, to be fair, eventually all of them died, right? Because this was many, this is over a a thousand, not over a thousand. It was like 800, my math is so bad. 200 years ago. It was something like that. 1400 you when did you say this happened <laughs> in the 1600s this right okay there we go yes yeah. so they're they're dead um like 400 years ago yeah <laughs> uh he was finally free to marry Ome. finally oh, finally good god Oiwa's curse did not wait long to take effect <laughs> no shit <clears throat> not when you're that cursed Right. Bitches get shit On done. On his wedding night to Ome. <laughs> wedding night. Good. Get it. Yes. What happened? What'd she do? <laughs> well, Yemon had trouble sleeping. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> he rolled over in bed and saw right next to his face the horrible disfigured face of Oiwa's ghost. Oh. Good. He grabbed his sword and slashed out at the ghost. 
just then, the illusion ended, and Yamon saw that it was not Oiwa he had cut, but <gasps> Ome. Yep. His oh, yeah. new bride lay dead on the floor. Wow. Terrified. <laughs> right. <laughs> She's like, yep. oh, I got you. I got that bitch. Damn. Um, <laughs> terrified. She went, like, hard. She went zero to a million. Uh, to, I was, oh, a million. I was going to say zero to a thousand, but zero to a million, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense, right? Like, She's she like, you full, fuck like, me, I fuck with your girl. She got that Kill Bill, like, <laughs> ree, ree, yes. ree, ree, like, like, right in her eyes. <laughs> yes. I'm surprised she got the right person at the, I mean, I guess if she's haunting, like, she's, like, hanging around and watching what's going on afterwards. I assume and she then... can control whether or not, like, when they can and can't see her. Yeah. For some yeah. reason. And I imagine, I mean, that eye is droopy, but she can still see out of it. Because she didn't know there was anything wrong with it. She didn't go to the eye doctor and be like, I can't see out of this. And he wasn't like, like, it's <laughs> fucked up and hanging down. Like, My that depth perception has been off recently, and I don't right. understand why. <laughs> like, I can't tell if it's, like, right here or if it's, like, over there. I don't know. Oh, goodness. Uh, so, terrified. So he killed his, his new wife. He killed his new wife. Terrified, Yemon ran next door to seek his new father-in-law's help. You know, granddaddy. He's like, yo, I just, I'm so sorry. I <laughs> saw the ghost of my dead wife, and I accidentally um, totally just murdered your granddaughter. So, Total accident. okay. I'm going to tell you a story. Wait till the end, because it's not, like, crazy, but... Remember the wife that I had, and like <laughs> I would like to be my baby like, mama. Right. What happened with their kid? Like, okay, first of all, I just want to say I'm really sorry. Right <laughs> before we get into the details, uh, is the kid yeah, another one of those like whichever version you listen to? So I tried to look up what happened to that because I thought that was like really weird too. Like I get like the drama of this, but at the same time, I'm like, but wait a minute, there was a kid, and yeah, like they had a kid. From what I could say, find, I couldn't find what happens to the kid. He's like, fuck you, Maybe, kid. yeah, maybe he just, like, dies in the wilderness, but Maybe I don't know. he moved to the new house and took a new mom. Like, I don't know. Right. I will say, though, in a lot of pictures that you see Oiwa, she is, like, holding a kid. Okay. So it's like, I don't know if her vengeful spirit is, like, nurturing after the kid afterwards, mm-hmm. but hmm. it was... Yeah, or if, like the kid, she killed her kid, and she killed herself. That okay, so that is one of the that is one of the um the variations oh. that she ends up killing herself and the kid. Took Ooh. the baby yeah. with her. Yikes! Yeah. So um oh yeah, so he ran for for granddaddy for father in law's help. However, <laughs> when he got to the Ito house, he was confronted by the ghost of the murdered Kohei. The oh, servant. God damn. Yeah. The servant. Servant yeah, too much. Ghosts after him. <laughs> Uh, once again, Yemon slashed with his sword, but no sooner had he done so than the illusion ended and he saw Ito Kihei's slain body lying on the floor. He kills so, him too? He killed him too. Did, they were like, we know how we're going to get him. Same trick. Twice. This guy's um, an idiot. Watch your dude fall for the same thing twice. <laughs> um, afterwards, Yemon fled into the night, but Oiwa's Onryo pursued him. Everywhere he went, Oiwa's ghost was there. He ruined, oh, her ruined face haunted his dreams. Her terrible voice cried out to him for vengeance. She even appeared to him in the paper lanterns that lit his way. Eventually, Iemon ran into the mountains where he hid in an isolated cabin. But Oiwa followed him there too. Oh, wait, yeah, bitch, she what? did. I got long range. Fucking Verizon network. <laughs> you I, think I can't bitch. follow you to a fucking mountain? <laughs> I'm a ghost. Right. I, don't even get I have literally nothing to do but fucking follow you around and haunt you. Think I'm gonna get lost? I don't sleep. <laughs> I don't eat for real. That's funny. Uh, haunted by Oiwa's ghost, no longer able to tell nightmare from reality, Iemon descended into madness. Yeah, he did. And that's the end. Which, uh, that's the end? That's the story, and I'm sticking to it. That's, that's the yeah. end? <laughs> he goes crazy. He died, and, and now she still haunts. And, the end. and everyone's oh, like, yeah. you just gotta like make sure she's happy. Right. Um, I will say, so, uh, historical basis. Uh, the person who uh, who first wrote this uh, show, his name's Nanboku. 
He incorporated two sensational and real-life murders into Yotsuya Kaidan, combining fact and fiction in a manner that resonated with audiences. The first involved two servants who had murdered their respective masters. They were caught and executed on the same day. The second murder was from a samurai who discovered his concubine was having an affair with a servant. The samurai had the faithless concubine and servant nailed to a wooden board and thrown into the Kondo River. Jesus so, Christ. So that shit was real. The, na- wow. <laughs> the nailing to the, yeah, nailing to the board and throwing them in the river. That shit's wild to the me. The guy was like inspired by a true story. Right. Wow. So, yeah, shit's wild. Jesus it's really Christ. And I like, I would love to like watch that and I see love, just how creepy it really um, could get. He decided to bring in two real cases that had nothing to do like it wasn't a woman who was disfigured uh yeah. a case of like a person who was you know tied to a piece of wood and thrown in the river yeah uh and the element of what was the other one um just that two servants killed their respective masters and he was like "Ooh, this is good this is good i, I like what this is i'm gelling with it yes what yes. a strange inspiration to take <laughs> let's add some some vix and <laughs> he probably put Vicks on one night and was like, oh, this feels like poison. <gasps> what if? <laughs> ding, 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 no, ding. Um, isn't that a thing where um, geishas early on had makeup that had like, was it lead or iron in it? And it like did horrible things to their faces. Um, really? That's what that makes me think of. Hang on. Geisha makeup i believe it i know that they wear makeup to make them look more pale right. like the paler the paler the better uh, iron iron uh, but, um, lead there we go yes did lead makeup poison samurai kits and topple japan's finish the name of this headline uh shogunate Mm-hmm. A recent study of samurai families maintained suggests that lead-based makeup may have contributed to the decline of Japan's Edo period. Hmm. Yeah, because the makeup that you, when you see that, like, really traditional, like, the white makeup with, like, the big bunny hair, mm-hmm. um, it's, like, the makeup had fucking lead in it, and they were just rubbing lead on All their on faces. Their face. yeah. Right, and it Jeez. made them sick because they got lead poisoning. Um, but I'm like, maybe he was inspired by that. Like, they were putting weird shit on their faces and ultimately disfiguring themselves. Mm-hmm. Shit's crazy. Uh, let's see here. There are specific traits to Oiwa that set her apart physically from other uh, vengeful spirits. Most famous is her left eye, which droops down her face due to poison given to her by Elon. This feature is exaggerated in kabuki performances to give Oiwa a distinct appearance. She is often shown as partially bald, another effect of the poison. In a spectacular scene in the kabuki play, the living Oiwa sits before a mirror and combs her hair, which comes falling out due to the poison. This scene is a subversion of erotically charged hair combing scenes in kabuki love plays. Mm. Uh, the hair piles up to tremendous heights, achieved by a stagehand who sits under the stage and pushes more and more hair up through the floor while Oiwa <laughs> is combing. It's amazing. Yeah. Theater's crazy. I would love right? to see that, right? I'm like, oh, look at that theater magic. <laughs> There's just so, yeah. so much hair. And I feel like you see that sometimes in some, like if you ever, uh, like my mom and my grandma would watch like the, uh, the Asian dramas, like the soap operas. And I feel like you would usually see like them combing their hair, and it's like has like the dreamy like filter on it and whatnot, yes, and, and then like clumps of hair coming out. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> but um, I think that's a. I never, I never knew that that was the reason. I never knew that it was supposed to be like erotic, like, to, like a sensual. Comb their hair. Yeah, that makes sense. It's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. So, yeah. That's also a really think? creepy story. Yeah, I. Uh, I think I should uh, see if there's our if I can find any plays and like we can all watch it. It'll be fun. Yeah, I just Ooh. don't want to do it because you don't want to do it. Right? Yeah, 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 Take yeah, no, no chances. <laughs> I know it's like some Macbeth level shit, but like crazier. 
I yeah. can say it because we're not in a theater. We're not in a theater. I know. No one jumped on you for that. Okay. I said it once during in a theater. Um, I think it was during one of our uh, performances, Stephanie. And, yes, uh, and everyone was quick to educate you. <laughs> like, he's <laughs> laughing about it. Yeah, Josh and I met doing um, Once More With Feeling. is the staged uh, Buffy musical. And yes, at one point we were all talking about how you're not supposed to, and we weren't saying Macbeth, we were talking about the Scottish play and how you're not supposed to say the name of it in a theater. And it was something like with Josh being like, oh, what, Macbeth? <laughs> or like, what show are you talking about? Is it Macbeth? <laughs> and everybody's like, don't say Fucking it! Shut right. up! <laughs> um, right. If you're not a theater person, uh, there's like an old superstition that it is bad luck to say Macbeth in, in a theater. theater. If you are not doing the show Macbeth and saying it like in the dialogue. So a lot of people will call it the Scottish play when they're talking about it in a theater. And that's why if you ever hear somebody say the Scottish play, they're talking about Macbeth because it's bad luck to say Macbeth in a theater. Do they ever say what like happens? Because there was an accident in in our show. Yeah, I mean, that's what it like. (laughs) bad thing Accidents like your happen. shit happens to yeah. your show and like, oh my god josh are you saying that you did that there was a girl who fucking broke her kneecap in our yeah. show i'm josh. not saying i did it josh. i'm just saying something <laughs> leslie something bad did happen no excuse <laughs> um but yeah you're not supposed to say Macbeth in the theater if you didn't know now you know fun now fact you. here we are spitting yeah. truth at dead time stories blah, blah, blah. oh my god josh <laughs> thank you so much for coming on thank our show you, today that thank you for so having spooky. me we're this starting our stories fun. out with a scary little ring girl that's yeah. all i always picture the girl from the ring throughout the whole that's, thing that's yes that's always where my mind goes first and that's uh, scares Samara from me. the ring who i found out what if anybody watches big love um the girl who played Rhonda, played samara and it blew my mind i was like huh. that's crazy look at that um but good for that. her but josh mm-hmm. tell the people where they can find you and talk about your shows all right so my shows i'll start with the first one uh your cup of tea you can find me on spotify i i go through anchor so spotify google podcasts um uh, apple podcasts um and uh you can also find me on the grams yco underscore t your cup of tea uh i take certain like t-e-a yes t-e-a gotcha and um i take certain subjects and i get like seven people who are in those subjects and we talk about them uh my first series was entrepreneurship at the beginning of 2020 um <laughs> so that was, oh, wow. it was a completely <laughs> different uh situation at the end of 2020 right um and That's then my cool. second uh second series is education and i talked to a bunch of teachers that should be coming up uh should be airing in a couple of months or so um if not weeks and uh the third uh series that i'm going to be doing i know is politics and i'm trying to like get that done before uh shit hits the fan in november so good luck with that (laughs) i wish wish you all the luck in the world so if you guys know any the hardest thing is finding people outside of the democratic party that i know who also want to talk because i know a lot of democrats right and i know a lot of like love to talk (laughs) we love to talk (laughs) but i don't know any republicans so if anybody knows any republicans who want to want to have a nice chat over some tea if anybody um, has some Republicans they haven't just just disassociated with at this point. Time. Right. <laughs> um, let me know. Send them Josh's way. Josh, tell them about your other show. Right. The other show, The Blurred Bar, um, same thing. You can find us at Google Podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that good stuff. On um, the Grams, uh, Twitter, uh, The Blurred Bar, all one word. T-H-E-B-L-E-R-D. B-A-R, Blurred being Black Nerds. It's three of us, me and two of my friends, and we talk about anime, comics, and um, games, as well as any other like pop culture things. And then um, you negotiate the boundaries of what is and isn't appropriate. Yes. Right, yes, exactly. Because the beginning of, of this episode. <laughs> right, um, and so that's actually been a lot of fun. Um, so you can check us out. And, oh, we also host, um, it's a thing we call, like, Blurred Brawls. So, like, we have a certain, our first one is 90s teens cartoons. So you'll have, like, the Street Sharks versus the Mighty Ducks. And, like, we talk about, like, oh, who would win in that kind of a scenario. If they, like, walk into a bar and just 
somebody knocks over somebody's having, drink. Like a brawl. Gotcha. Right. Yeah. Like they're yes. just throwing down and having a fight. Okay. Exactly. So that's been a lot of fun. Um, do you I ever also... do they ever have different kinds of fights? Are you ever like who would win between these two in a rap battle or like who would win between these two in a dance battle? So not as of yet, but now we're definitely going to. <laughs> okay, good, good, good. <laughs> we're, we're, we're still doing our first one, yeah, so it's, it's been a lot of fun. Um, if you ever had a guest on for that, I would talk about, like, between two groups, who would win in, like, a West Side Stores Jet-style, like, dance battle that would be great and that 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 could be the that could be the whole episode because i I don't i don't know about you guys but we have a hard time we try to stay within an hour and it could easily go for like hour and a half we try to be like we try to be like 50 55 minutes like we try to be under an hour yes but we try to be like more than 45 minutes Mm -hmm. right 50 to 55 is the sweet it's like the sweet spot Mm-hmm. That's real. That's real. We 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 would want to, but we also know ourselves. So, <laughs> um, and then I also do photography. Uh, you can find me at Jtaka Photo on the Grams. J T A K A Photo. That just means Jayhawk because Jayhawk was taken. Fun fact: the guy who did the beat for um, Cat Daddy, he goes by Jayhawk, and that's why I was like, oh, I can't use that. So there you go. Yeah. So yeah, that's all about me. Fun fact. Yeah, that's all about me. Hit us up and, uh, you know, let me know what you think about Yay. stuffs. I love that. Yes. yes and yes. we will, of course, be posting links to all of Josh's stuff that he previously mentioned. So go check out all of our website, Graham, etc. for that stuff. All and the then stuffs. how long will um, the Improv Fairy Tales, like if that's still going on, if you have dates, if people want to check that out. So the only thing is it's going to be this Saturday. This is like the last one because there's only two Saturdays that we did. Last Saturday and then this Saturday. So this upcoming Saturday, which is October the 3rd at Allen's Lane. Where can people, do they get tickets? Uh, Online, allenslane.com or .org. And no, (laughs) it's like Allen's Lane Art Center. There it is. If they listen to this show, they know how to find Alan's Lane Arts Center. <laughs> right. Because that's also where Sarah's Eurydice is streaming from. It sure so, yeah. is. Same site. Um, it is a kid show, so there's only kid tickets, and adults are free. Um, and I think the tickets are like $5, so that'd be cool. And I do know that we are doing it, or planning to do it, every other uh, month. So the next thing is going to be like a Christmas Carol type deal. Okay. Oh, uh, so that should be really fun. Yeah, I love it. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 And then Sarah, Eurydice is going through this weekend, right? Eurydice is going through this weekend. I believe this is the final weekend, so you can still get tickets. You can find those at um, the Allen's Lane website. You can find them on Facebook, and you can also still find them at the Philadelphia Fringe Arts website as well. I love that so much. And then, so if you want to support this show, there are many ways that you can do that. You can buy merch from us at our website, which is Dead Time Stories. All one word with a Z dot com. You can email us at deadtimestories at gmail dot com. You can hit us up on the gram. We're on Facebook. And then we also have a Patreon, which for $1 a month, you can join our amazing, incredible Facebook group, which is a good time. It's all memes. And it's me and Sarah and all the people you love from our show. $5 a month gets you I Saint It, which is a monthly show where I tell Sarah the plot to a horror movie that she's never seen before. And that's a really good time. But for October, we're going to switch gonna it up. It's going to be so great. And we're still figuring out the entire logistics of it. But Sarah is going to tell me about a horror movie that I haven't seen. And I'm we super excited about it. Swiss, and Swiss, then Swiss, $15 a month gets you the celebrity ghost fart, which is illustrated by me. And it gets you access to me, myself, and YouTube, which is bonus content by our friend Christina, where she talks about YouTube drama and weird celebrities that you've never heard of who are really famous on YouTube. That's a good time. And that's like a whole plethora of people. Right. That's a whole oh other God, like so universe. Yeah. There's so many of them. Oh my God. And there's so much drama. And she is making her own little YouTube channel now called Notes of a Scientist, 
Uh, and it's her talking about things that are like really sciencey that people like to talk about in the media and her kind of like breaking it down in layman's terms and explaining like how to be a, a person who is skeptical of the media that you consume, but also like not a person who's like, don't trust the liberal media. She just tells you like how to listen to your media more, uh, with more scrutiny (laughs) and how to educate yourself better. So that's great. Yeah. So, thank you for listening to our show. Josh, thank you so much for being on our show. Thank, thank you, you so for much, having Josh. me. Episode one, Guest-toberfest. Guest-toberfest. We are in it now. I can't wait. I'm <laughs> so excited. in it. So, Josh, thank you for being the first guest on our third annual Guest-toberfest. <laughs> Check out Josh's shows, Your Cup of Tea and The Blurred Bar, B-L-E-R-D. And yeah, give him a shout out and tell him that you came from here if you did. And if you came here for one of Josh's shows, tell us. We'd love to know about it. And stay tuned for Guestoberfest. And in the meantime, go back and start at the beginning. Exactly. You heard it from Sarah. She told you. You heard me. I said what I said. Mm -hmm. Well, until next time, I'm Stephanie. And I'm Sarah. And I'm Josh. And this this has been been Dead Stories. We should harmonize that. Thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard enough trying to get it lined up, okay? Oh my god, remotely? Are you kidding? Dead Time Stories is hosted by Sarah Heddens and Stephanie C. Curtison. Music and editing by Eric Gershnow. Artwork by Rennie Slackman. 